Welcome to Let's Clear the Air, a podcast sponsored by the Allergy, Asthma, and Sinus Center, dedicated to educating listeners about allergies, asthma, and immunology. Welcome back. I'm your host, Liz Edwards, and today I am with Dr. Mike Norvell. We are in our Franklin location. It is the new year. It's a new us. We're all talking about getting healthy, and this could be the year for people to really get a handle on their allergies. You know, Liz, you're right. I hear it all the time. People come in and they talk about their nasal symptoms. They talk about their eyes. They talk about all of these problems that allergies are giving them. And they sit there and say, I don't know why I came, why I didn't come in here sooner. And while right now it may be really cold outside and everybody's wearing those winter jackets, here in Middle Tennessee, that pollen comes out typically around late February. So we're talking like six weeks possibly, possibly sooner. Mm -hmm. And so it may be gray and windy and cold outside and allergies may be the furthest thing from your mind. But if you've ever had allergies give you trouble, if you've ever had it limit going outside and um, being active, if you've ever had it interrupt your sleep, um, if you've ever had kids call you from school because they're sneezing their head off and they just feel terrible and they have a test and they don't know what they're going to do. Now is a great time to, to look into something that can actually make a big difference in, in your quality of life. Walk us through, um, what would be the first steps? So I come in to see you, uh, tell me what a typical visit looks like. Well, it really, it's going to depend on what your, what your main issue is. Now in middle Tennessee, we deal with a lot of allergic rhinitis, a lot of allergic asthma. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the classic patient that's walking in the door is somebody that once you start seeing those trees start getting green, once the weather starts getting a little warmer, their nose starts running, they start sneezing, they're congested, their eyes are watering. Um, and then if you have ever been told you had asthma, You may even notice problems with your breathing. So if those are things that you've noticed, one of the big reasons to think about allergies, especially this time of year, is the fact that if you wait until your symptoms come around, we're not going to be able to make a huge impact at that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I have people come in and see me towards the end of the fall and they're, they're just looking for help. And I try to encourage them by saying, you know what, you are in here at the perfect time. Because um, there's lots of things that people can be allergic to. In Middle Tennessee, pollen's a big one. Well, uh, here we have people with issues from February to November because that's how long the pollen can be out in this area. And as we're seeing more and more people move into Middle Tennessee from all over the country for a variety of reasons, they end up walking through our door going, I never had these problems before, but I've been in Tennessee a month, two months, five months, and my allergies are just, they're killing me. So um, those patients that come in, like I said, the fall's the perfect time because they're about to clear out that weed pollen. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to get into the cold and flu season, so your nose may not get a break, but it's going to get a break from the allergies, right? Right. So 
if they were to go on, um, if, if they've tried medicines before, mm-hmm. and most of the people that walk in here have, because so many things are over the counter, they've just tried to get help and it hadn't worked, then most of those patients are going on allergy injections. And to be able to start on allergy injections in October, we can usually get those patients up to their maintenance dose, which is that top dose on their allergy shots, where they're really feeling the benefit of that therapy by the time that the pollen gets out. So January may not be the optimal time, but it's still better than waiting until all of a sudden everything's here. And uh, you never know what life's going to be, what life's going to be showing you at that time. Maybe too busy. Things may be crazy at work, at home. You never know. Mm -hmm. So as you're looking to round everything out, uh, get that fitness routine in that you wanted to always wanted to get on, um, make those resolutions. Why not look at having this be the year that you get your allergies under control? Talk about the allergy injections. What is in the shot? Well, the only thing in the injections really are uh, those proteins that you're allergic to because sometimes people will come in with the incorrect assumption that there's medicine, that there's steroids, right? something else. Um, you know, I try to be as natural as I can um, and uh, try to avoid medications if at all possible, even though I think all medicines um, have a role for the most part. You just have to know what that correct role is. Mm-hmm. Allergy injections are really just what your body's encountering when you step outside uh, uh, to go to work uh, or go to school. Um, it's just those environmental proteins that are triggering the symptoms in your eyes, symptoms in your nose, the breathing problems, the skin issues with your um, allergic eczema. Right, right. And so from a time commitment perspective, talk about the schedule with the allergy injections, how you start out, and then you were talking about getting to a top maintenance dose. What does that look like for the typical patient? Yeah, so... Initially, we start people out on allergy injections, uh, typically uh, one to two times a week. Uh, If you're able to come in twice a week, you're going to hit that top dose sooner Mm -hmm. and you're going to feel better sooner. Um, Some people, it it can be tough. It can be challenging from a schedule uh, standpoint to get in uh, twice a week. Um, and so I encourage them, well, shoot, if twice a week's too much, as long as you can get in once a week even, um, you're going to keep advancing and keep building up to that top dose. And, uh, and we can get you feeling better. Um, you know, we try to do everything we can as far as we have multiple offices all over Middle Tennessee so that we can try to meet the patients where they're at. Right. Um, so that we can do everything we can do to make it as convenient as possible to try to get them feeling better. Our shot rooms are pretty efficient and I'm a shot patient uh, from the past, but you know, I would walk in, get my shot and then wait my 20 minutes, which is what we ask people to do. And then I was on the road. So I feel like for me, it was maybe a 30 minute commitment in and out the door. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that, Look, every office is going to have their their peak times. Also, I sure. mean, um, kids getting out from school, people people getting off from work. But that's why we've got people that come in in the morning. They find that's more convenient. We got people that come at lunch. We got mm-hmm. people that come after school. Uh, it's pretty steady um, from the standpoint of it, it. I haven't had anybody in quite a while 
um, say that they've had any problem with having to wait too long to get their shots. Um, Talk about waiting. So after you get your shot, it's recommended to wait the 20 minutes on property here in our office. Talk about why that is. Well, that recommendation isn't anything uh, that's, that's new. They've been recommending people wait you know, 20 to 30 minutes for years. And mm-hmm. the reason for that is because they've identified that the vast majority of people that are going to have a reaction to their allergy injection will experience that reaction within that time frame. Um, now, we give out a lot of shots mm-hmm. at each office. Right. And uh, the rate of reactions are very low. Uh, but they can happen because people are getting injections to those things that they're allergic to. Uh, and so by having people get their injections in the office, we're able to observe people. We're able to uh, treat anybody that does have anything that comes about after their allergy shot. But uh, once again, people are going on allergy injections that are quite young. Um, uh, I have had family members that have gone on them um, at age six, yeah. uh, and they're very, they're very safe. Mm-hmm. So, um, just as far as you know, waiting that time period, the whole reason for that is just to try to make things as safe as possible um, and be able to offer any care or services that we need to, uh, should the need arise. What is the impact of getting to the maintenance dose? Uh, you know, wh- how long can people really start to feel like they have relief from the allergy injections? Well, it, everything comes down to, to studies and research and what people have found uh, over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, at maintenance, which is that top dose on your allergy injections, the dose that you build up to, they have seen in clinical research that over 85% of patients at that point are able to start pulling back on medications, meaning uh, just to get through the day, they may have been using their nasal steroid, they may have been using their antihistamine, they may have been using their eye drops or their inhalers. And when somebody comes back and follow up and they're either at or near that maintenance dose and they're saying things like, you know what, I've missed several doses of my nasal spray because I've felt so good and I just haven't had to use it, is that okay? And we always tell them, you know what, that's your body telling you that you're controlled and that you don't need that medicine anymore. And at that point, we're able to start pulling back on medications, uh, which is one of the reasons that the insurance coverage for most people is very strong, um, mm-hmm. just because it, it uh, the patient's very happy because they're not having to take medications and they're not having to go into the doctor's office all the time because they feel so crummy. The insurance company's happy because patients aren't going into the doctor, which cost, is costing them money, and they're not having to go and pay for a bunch of prescriptions, which also makes the patient happy. That's impressive coming off the medications. And I think people, in myself even included in the past, I've underestimated taking those medications over long term, what it does to you. Well, it's tough. I mean, uh, I think anybody that's ever been on any sort of medication for any condition has experienced going to the medicine cabinet and taking out that bottle and all of a sudden, you know, you've got 
a couple pills left and you've got no refills left and so now you're left with calling that doctor's office trying to get a refill oh yep. it's friday afternoon uh you know anything that can provide uh quality relief with minimal risks that gets you off of medication to me that's a win and um i think that's one of the biggest benefits for what we do uh we're able to help patients uh, feel better. We're able to help patients save money. And in addition to that, uh, studies have shown that patients that go on allergy injections develop less new allergies and have a less likelihood of going on to have that develop into asthma, which is also a huge benefit. You said it beautifully. That sounds like the perfect New Year's resolution for this year is to get our allergies under control. Thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Clear the Air. Please consider following this podcast. And remember, if you want helpful and accurate information about allergies and asthma, our allergy experts are here to clear the air.